What does motion sound like? With Kizik Hands Free Shoes, it sounds a little something like this. Experience the magic of motion. Get a free pair of socks with your first order at kizik.com slash socks. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio. The crowd here at Foxborough is going to be yelling for number four. Here's one floated for Smith, and it's picked. They're calling it zappy hour. And wide open. Touchdown! Momentum turned around. Now the Bears are answering, winning in all three phases of this game. Ten for the touchdown! This has been quite a performance by the Bears. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app. Click more on the lower right-hand corner of the app. Scroll down to live radio, and you have us live. you got a phone in your pocket. you got us live wherever you are. We're presented by Progressive Insurance, and you can join the Dr. Pepper call-in line, 888-SAY-ESPN, 729-3776. This is Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max coming to you live from above the Heineken River Deck at Pier 17. Good morning, Key. Good morning, Jay. What up, baby? What up is we got Mike Reese, ESPN Patriots reporter extraordinaire with us right now. Good morning, Mike. Good morning, guys. How we doing? Sorry I'm on the phone today. That's a quick turnaround after the game last night. Just tell us you're at Gillette. We'll believe you. Yeah, no, I figured that. I was like, man, it was late last night. He's up early. We appreciate you getting up early for us. And, and Mike, I got to give you credit, man. The way you asked the question to Bill Belichick last night about, you know, is it – Medical reasons, the reason why you took Mac Jones out was brilliant on your part to get him to talk about that through that way. Smart. Well, Jay, I, I appreciate it. We got a lot of good reporters. I, th- I think the one that I sort of, I just came out and just asked him who the starting quarterback was, right? And then um, a bunch of other reporters came in, and, and I, th- I think that was a different one, but I appreciate it. I, I can't take credit for that particular one, but sometimes I feel like when you're in those rooms guys like you got to ask the questions that the fans are asking you know that they don't have the opportunity to ask and man there were a lot to ask coach belichick last night mike i think we we asked you last this last week if there was more of a you know controversy versus a conversation about this quarterback situation after last night is there now a controversy or is it still a conversation that's that's a good point, Key. I, I think it's a more of the controversy, right? I mean, because when you ask Bill Belichick after the game who your starting quarterback is, and he doesn't tell you, that that tells me that that's telling, hmm. in and of itself. So, what's happening with Mac is a surprise to me, you know. And only three series for him last night, and then to turn it over to Zappi. And then when Zappy comes in and gives him the initial sort of spark key, I'm thinking to myself, oh, my goodness, this is happening, right? Right before our eyes. And then it sort of fizzled out in the second half, which leads us to where we are now. What is Bill Belichick thinking? No one knows. Mike, you get a chance to be around this team a lot and the players. And last night in Gillette Stadium, hearing the fans chant Zappy. What's the overall sentiment around the team and just, the, you know, hearing that from the crowd, you know, pushing for another quarterback other than the one who's starting to get in the game? J, 
Jay, that's a great question. Uh, Jacoby Myers, their leading receiver, had referenced that last night in the locker room after the game, and he he said that that was tough to hear, you know, for him. And he said that's the NFL for you. It's a fast-changing business. It's tough as a man to see someone who works so hard to get that kind of treatment. And when Jacoby Myers said that, you know, he was referring to the chance, and and maybe there was a part of him too, Jay, that was referring to the quick hook after just three series, his last pass being an interception. So Jacoby Myers as one voice, you know, sort of stood out to me as the players feeling for Mac for the way that unfolded last night. Mike, has has anyone asked, talking to Mike Reese, Patriots reporter, ESPN Patriots reporter here on Keyshawn J. Will and Max ESPN Radio, has anyone asked, to your knowledge, Bill Belichick, a question along the lines of, has Mac Jones progressed? Because it looks like he's regressed, right? And and or, or or in what ways has he not improved? Or in what ways has he regressed? Has Bill Belichick answered anything like that so far? Well, not in recent days, Max. I would say coming into the season, uh, he was asked and and actually had sort of generated a headline by saying he had made those tremendous strides. Do you remember that mm-hmm. when we when we were leading into the season yeah. and that was when, you know, they elevated Mac to a captain as all this sort of um conversation about these this big jump that Mac had made from year 1 to year 2 just hasn't manifested itself once the games started and so that question's going to need to be asked, Max, and, and maybe, maybe it comes out, you know, when Belichick beats the press later this morning in his day-after-game, you know, news conference. Mike Reese, ESPN Patriots reporter, joining us this morning on Keyshawn, J. Will, and, of course, Max. Mike, Coach Belichick answered the question last night about the rotation of the quarterbacks, and he said that, you know, he spoke to them and he planned on rotating them at some point in this particular football game, the Bears defeating the Patriots, obviously 33-14 to 14 on Monday Night Football last night. Do And now, look, I don't want to say do you believe, because we got to believe him. That's what he said. But is it as easy as I was going to rotate them at some point in the game or he was going to play if it was a blowout or he was not going to play in the first half but maybe the second half? Like, take me through – what you think that rotation means. Yeah. So I, I, that's a great key. I think here's the thought process. They got the Jets coming up on Sunday, and I believe Bill Belichick was thinking to himself, I've got Mac Jones coming off this high ankle sprain. If I can carefully manage his workload to play two games in six days, that's the mindset. And they, they, that, that's what, that, that was the thinking behind it. No different than, let's say, a receiver like yourself coming back from an injury. You might not play him 100% of the snaps. On paper, the thought process looks sound. But when it's the quarterback it's touching the ball every play, it, it looks different. And so I think that was what they were doing, and, and my understanding is they, they did split some reps during the week, so it's not like it was a complete... Um, 180 from what they had practiced, but when they when Belichick relayed this to 
Mac Jones at, you know, it was at the end of the week. It was sort of after they had been through the whole week of practice. So I, I do believe Mac was probably caught a little bit um, off guard, you know, by that plan uh, that was presented to him late in the week. Mike, uh, last night when you look at the Bears, they rushed for over 240 yards on the ground. What is your make of what's going on with the Pats' defense? That surprised us, Jay, because they, the defense had been um, pretty good the last couple days. And that was one where they said they, they saw more designed quarterback runs from Justin Fields than the Bears had shown on tape up to this point, and that some of the things they saw were similar to what Lamar Jackson and the Ravens got them with in week three. Uh, of the regular season. So they just struggled with the quarterback as a runner. And I would say this, Jay, sometimes like it's as simple as like playing with physicality and technique, and they just got blown off the ball, mm. um, which was surprising to see that happen because that's not usually what you see from a Bill Belichick-type defense. So who should be the guy going forward for the Patriots? Should it be Dr. Z? Or should they just roll with Mac Jones? So, it's a good question. I would lean toward Mac Jones. I think Max's question is fair. You know, is he progressing? He hasn't looked like he's progressed. I think the question would be, how do we get him to progress if you're the Patriots? You picked him in the first round for a reason. Had a good rookie season. How do you get that back? To me, that would be the the thought process and the mindset and not sure that's what they're going to do. And I don't know if it sounded like Mac wasn't sure what, you know, if that's what they're going to do. He was talking almost like last night key Mm -hmm. that he was prepared for the other scenario. So curious what Bill Belichick decides, but to me that would probably be the, the, the way to go, especially when you look at it, Zappi had, I think, four passes batted down, and it did fizzle out a little bit in the second half. You almost wonder if, you know, maybe that was telling in, in one sense. Mike Reese, ESPN Patriots reporter. Appreciate you, Mike. You're back, right, Mike. Chicken noodle man. soup, guys. Chicken noodle Chicken soup. noodles, my vote. That's, With that's the soda one. on the side, what? Mike? Soda. No soda. No, yeah, no soda. Soda, Jay. Who drinks soda? Soup? With a chicken not noodle soup? The, he's not with the culture. I can't. Soda. <laughs> Thank, I, I can't Thank like. you, Mike. Hold on. If you're having chicken <laughs> noodle soup, it's a different culture. That's, a, that's our culture. <laughs> with the Mike Reese will tell side. you about that. No, soda on the soda. Side. No. Uh, I soda? I love how Keith's. I love how Keith's taking me so literally right I now. I don't think he heard the song. No, he, he definitely has not heard the song. The oh, okay. Because I was going to oh, say, yeah. soda's so gross. Yeah. The Colts will have yet another new starting quarterback in 2023. We're going to play overreaction, not an overreaction, with Dan Graziano coming up. Listen to Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max live everywhere you are. Download the ESPN app. Tap the More tab on the bottom right. Scroll down and tap Live Radio. ESPN Radio, everywhere you are. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric E-Bikes today, the number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about Electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, Electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus. 
Electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome, so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C-E-B-I-K-S.com. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only, exclusions apply. Hi, this is ESPN's Mike Greenberg, and ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sports book of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today, and new users get $100 in bonus bets for making any sports book bet. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Tom Brady should have stayed his ass at home. Just his body language and how he looked at the podium. Guy who looks somewhat defeated. We just have not played well. It doesn't matter if you don't execute your job well, then it doesn't matter who's on the other side. Keyshawn, J. Willemax, ESPN Radio, the Sirius, uh, Sirius XM Channel 80, and the ESPN app. Go to more on the lower right-hand corner of the app. Click on it. Scroll down to live radio. If you're at work already, you're having a driveway moment, you don't want to get out of the car, just take us with you on the app. Dan Graziano, ESPN NFL Insider, with us now. Um, I saw you, Dan, closing your eyes, jamming to the song a little bit. Yeah, go ahead. Trance <laughs> out, baby. That's a good one. Used to go to Tower Records beauty. there uh, downtown <laughs> to get the, the Stevie Tower Wonder Records. albums. You could you'd go upstairs in the Stevie Wonder albums because it was like old music already. Discounts, five ninety nine for the album. That's a place. I'm trying to remember the name of the place in Georgetown, the record shop we used to go to. Somebody, somebody who's listening will know it. You guys still got record players? It was players? on Wisconsin Avenue. Record players at the, at the crib? It's not yeah. still. It's again. Right? It came back. Well, I guess it, the, yeah, the vinyl I came back. So, yeah. like, my 16-year-old has one in his room, and he listens to the vinyls yeah. all the time. Because he has yeah. turntables, probably. Not record players, record players, or is he it, DJ? It's old it school. comes in a, yeah. No, it's they a, got record player, vinyl record, record player. player. Hmm. Just they, like it everything, came back. Max. They just enhance them and make them look better. And Never throw anything away. That's the, <laughs> right, that's the Just hey, hoard everything. <laughs> You've been right all along. Never throw anything away. It always comes back. Like oh, there's, exactly. by the way, there's, do, you think, do you think in the future there'll be stories like in the old days? Like, old yeah, my Halloween mom threw costume. out all my baseball cards. I yes. had a Mickey Mantle rookie. Yes. Where like, oh, my, my mom threw out all my NFTs. She deleted all my NFTs. Yeah, they they would have been worth a fortune. Or they got hacked. Yeah, I they still got hacked. don't understand NFTs enough to know whether Dan, that can happen. Dan, please don't. don't, 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 don't Dan, <laughs> no. Don't try. Don't, don't try. Max. Whatever you do. you know do, what that NFT would be worth today? She was cleaning out her hard drive, and she deleted all my NFTs, damn it. If you, there if you, you can't touch it, Dan, physically touch it, you yeah. can't don't touch your money it. in the bank. I think we're all old, guys. Don't touch it. All right, before we get into overreaction, <laughs> not an overreaction, we want your thoughts, Dan, on the – 
NFL, they're reviewing the refs seeking Mike Evans' autograph. Vi- oh, a video nice. shows yeah. side judge Jeff Lamberth and line judge Trip Sutter uh-huh. calling Evans' name and each getting autographs That's from the star not- receiver at Tampa Bay's 21-3 to loss. What are your thoughts? Uh, it's not good, Max. Uh, look, this is not I- – I go back to – you know, one of the lessons you learn, like in journalism classes, is 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 avoid the appearance of impropriety, right? Like, so even if nothing was, like, even if even if you're not getting or giving preferential treatment to someone who does you a favor, the fact that they did you a favor gives people license to to accuse you of it, right? Right. So there is a policy in place that that officials are not allowed to get autographs. You can they can secure autographs for like. Um, you know, charitable causes and all that, but there's a system for that. They have to go through the league's officiating office, make a request, tell them what it's for. You cannot walk up to a player and ask him for his autograph. That it looks bad, um, and it is against the rules. So the league is looking into it. If that if that is what happens in this video, which again is what it looks like, but the league is is investigating, then then there there should be consequences for those officials. Yeah, man, this is so stupid. I've given officials gloves. Cleats, yeah, but sign to. stuff for them. I mean, like, and and they've had bad calls on me, and they've had good calls on me. I, I just, it's to me, it's it's look, the 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 guys can still be professional and do their job, and I understand what you're saying, Dan. No question about it. It looks a certain way to the eye. I understand that, but. The when dude it, just – it's a piece of paper for crying out loud. His kid or his nephew or I, somebody I, who's sick I, who's a big fan of his. I but, get all that. But my point is, number one, there's a rule on the books that says they can't do it. Oh, and, that if, it. and that if they want it for a sick kid, they can go through a s- certain channels and secure that, right? Like the league will do that for them. Um, but – the optics, man. Like, no, I get, like I get we it. live in this time it. where everybody wants to jump on the officials for everything. Like, the next time the, the Bucks get a call in a game that's officiated by one of these guys, you think no one's going to say anything? Yeah, like they, I, the no, league's they, officiating they, department they, cannot have so this how serious no, image. I get it. I get what I you're agree. saying, Dan. Absolutely. We also understand the way life works, you know, when things don't feel so formal, when people are casually saying, hey, but, but I get it. The, the, the appearance is exactly as you say. How serious an infraction is that? That's what I don't know. That, that's the question I haven't been able to get answered is what the consequences would be. I, I mean, my guess, my guess is if it's a first offense thing that, that it's more about a fine than anything else. But I, 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 don't, I don't know exactly. I, I would hope that it does, it's not the kind of thing that results in you know, suspension or termination. But I... But I I, I don't know. I asked that question directly Suspension yesterday. Didn't get an answer. Absolutely. I said I would hope. Apropos that, yeah. of this subject, let's yeah. play overreaction, yeah. not an overreaction. You ready? I am. Tom Brady and Aaron Rodgers are both going to miss the playoffs. Stan Graziano, overreaction, not an overreaction. I think it's an overreaction. I mean, Brady's team is still tied for first place <laughs> at three and four. So, look, these are guys with some track record, obviously, of reaching the playoffs. Uh, I think to rule them both out at this point would be a mistake. But, man, they both of those teams need to do something. They can't just go along and assume things are going to turn around. What they're doing isn't working. I'm talking about both sides of the ball for both of these teams. How's the, how do the Buccaneers give up 173 rushing yards to a team that just traded its running back like two days earlier? Like, how does that happen? So there are a lot of problems to fix there, but I think uh, I would I would think that the safe bet is that one of them actually at least one of them actually does fix it. Overreaction, it's certainly overreaction. A lot of what Dan is saying. When you look at the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, 
they're basically in a bad division, three and three teams, two and four teams. They can still win the division, but it's only one team coming out of the South. When you think about what is getting ready to happen to Green Bay and Buffalo, that that's the that's the issue right there. They getting ready to drop one to Buffalo. I'm giving Buffalo this W. And that means that they're going to be four games, I believe, behind Minnesota at this point. Yeah, if Minnesota wins. That, yeah, that's, I'll yeah. go over reaction. I'm with you both. I think Tampa Bay. The Colts will have yet another new starting quarterback in 2023, well, Dan. Over now, let's over let's let's be let's let's. Uh, I wrote this before they changed quarterbacks yesterday, so <laughs> I think at this point, uh, I think I, I think I wrote that it was an overreaction. But no, the, the, obviously they already have one, and um, this is unfortunately the story of the last half decade for the Colts is a new quarterback every year since Andrew Luck surprised them by retiring in August of 2019. So. Um, yeah, obviously, I don't know whether it'll be Sam Ellinger or whether it'll be somebody else, but Matt Ryan still has money on the books for next year, including a $12 million guarantee as part of his salary, so it's now possible. It's $23 million against the cap, right? He's back there. More likely, he's probably somewhere else, and, and they're, they're moving on. But it's, uh, it's rough there. And honestly, like if it ends up costing the coach and GM their jobs, which is certainly possible— um, they'll be able to obviously you know, point to the fact that they never got quarterback. Key, you know what occurs to me? Daniel Jones, remember when I said a couple of weeks ago, give him three years, 75 now, and you were like, it's going to be more like three years, 90. It might be more like three years, of, you know, 100 something with what just happened with Matt Ryan, right? Like all of a sudden yeah, I, I, it looks pretty not, good. It's not an overreaction at all. One of the things that I would say to uh, Jim Mersey is here's what you do. If you're going to move on from – if you're going to move on from the general manager and the head coach, keep Matt Ryan, draft a quarterback, go get you a Hendon Hooker, go get you a, a, I don't know, Bryce Young, whoever, just find a guy and let Matt Ryan be the bridge guy for that one year. And then let's start, let's hit the reset button and start fresh. Let's stop playing yep. the, the game of going to get a veteran quarterback and bringing him in and then get mad and getting rid of him. Let's just stop that. Not overreaction. I've been in one state, and it's from the top of the show today. I'm like, this is the seventh quarterback for Frank Reich during his tenure there. It's not great. Seventh. You tell me what other head coach has gone through seven quarterbacks. It's not a recipe for success. They're going to have to use draft capital to move up, get a blue chip guy, and develop him, period. They've resisted that over the past four or five years. They're going to have to at some point. Overreaction, not an overreaction with Dan Graziano, ESPN, NFL Insider here on Keyshawn, J. Will and Max, ESPN Radio. The Bengals are still a strong threat to repeat as AFC champs, Dan. It's not an overreaction. Like, in a league where no one is scoring any points, the Bengals just went out and and absolutely annihilated uh, an Atlanta Falcons team that kind of came in hot, right? That that if they have a strength, it's their second. Now, I know they're banged up in the secondary, but, you know, I, I think... You, you look at how good they look on offense. You look at the rebuild offensive line starting to play better at a time of the year where it makes sense that they've gotten used to each other a little bit and they would start to play better. You look at the experience derived from last year's playoff run and the value that has going forward. I think they're a very dangerous team. Okay. Not an overreaction at all. They are a very dangerous team, and they could potentially win this division. So last sure. two games, not an overreaction. Joe Burrow has thrown for 780 yards, six touchdowns, zero INTs over the last two games. He's good. He's okay. very good. I mean, since that week one debacle against the Steelers. Oh he's very, I've been saying it all along. Everyone looks at me sideways. If I no. can't have Patrick Mahomes, I want Joe Burrow. You can have whoever you want. I'm right. taking Joe Burrow. Hey, uh, Dan Graziano. Yes. You knew Key was going to find a way to get in. Not an overreaction. Our very own Alan Yates 
has never had any soup of any kind. This makes him a weirdo. Overreaction, not an overreaction. A straight-up weirdo. I think it's not an overreaction. Oh. How is that possible? Thank you. Well, wait. No, it's not an overreaction. Hey, no, why no, no. I should give you the answer. You want. Why, why not? Like, what's the reason? I'm just not a soup bowl, man. But the how whole, do you know that? Because I, I, I've had it. The, well, the, well, you the said you haven't had it. Oh, yeah. Well, not since I was, was a kid, I was a I youth. This was before I had a oh, beard. Oh, well, that's entirely youth. different. I had a beard for a long time, Dan. You said, you said, <laughs> you said never. Well, I tried never. to set, set it up but a little bit. If dramatic. he had it and didn't like it, then, then, then yes. But he was a child. Was a, but, a Gerber baby. Well, that's. You know, but just, all soup is not the same. That's like saying I had a sandwich and I don't like sandwiches. What was in the sandwich? That just makes him stubborn. It doesn't make him a weirdo. If he had it and didn't like it and still holds that against soup oh i hold it against soup right it's, it's, then, like, then, the he, texture, then he's, then he's the whole, stubborn the whole thing is, but, but like yates me, you man. don't like like the liquid around food so if you have like collard greens like the liquid <laughs> that comes with collard greens like if you were just like the liquid that's essentially like collard green soup uh, nah, it's different. Greens is something is it, else, is man. It, is it really different? Greens what about, is made with love. What about sauce? Made with love. Like, what about sauce? Like I'm allergic sauce to tomatoes, on pasta? So I can't like, do that. anything I like that? Like, is that is He's that allergic cool to too? tomatoes. I'm allergic to tomatoes. Too much acidity for me. Barbecue sauce? No, that would yeah, be tomatoes, tomatoes. Yates, Yates yeah. what kind of food do you like? We'll put it in. We'll find a place that puts it in some broth. You'll love it. I'm che- a simple bull, man. Cheese salmon cheesesteak. Salmon cheesesteak cheese fire. We're going to get you one, so, so, like, I would love to know where the line is, like, on solid versus liquid. Like, how about peanut butter? Like, is that too too much close that to liquid? Like solid you know what I mean? Me. Like, sure I, I, I know it's solid, butter? but it's not, you know, chewable. What about jelly? It's not yeah. chewable. See, I don't really get down with jelly. jelly. I'm diabetic, so I can only have one or the other, so Look, I go with peanut butter when I, I would, get my sugar. I think I need to. I'm getting you soup, yes. I'm going to watch you eat some soup. I swear to God, you're going to love it. Text the Sports Center producers and tell them I got to cancel this segment I got coming up because this is more important. We got to lock in on this soup thing. Your favorite soup, and figure out uh, clam chowder. Oh, yeah, okay, yeah. yeah, it's respectable. We've yeah. talked a lot about the Patriots' quarterback situation, but we should not lose sight of Justin Fields last night. Was Ooh. this a turning point for good. Fields, and maybe more importantly, the Bears' offense? Keyshawn J. Willemax, ESPN Radio. Bring in Jared, Jared Payton, Payton WGN News Sports <laughs> anchor, former NFL running back. And Walter Payton's son, I suppose it's okay to say that. I know that that's a Walter Payton. Like, but people talk about the greatest football players of all time. There's a very short list, and Walter Payton a lot of time leads that list. As, as the song says, good morning. Good morning, guys. Thank you for having me. First and foremost, Max, I got to say something to each one of you. Max, thank you so much. I watch your show before I leave to go to WGN every single day. I leave my house at 2 o'clock here. Uh, Central Time. So I appreciate you for always making me feel smarter about boxing because I know nothing about boxing. Um, Also, to Keyshawn, man, you know, you're a legend. My dad always told me to study up on the guys in the NFL that he loved and wanted me to, like, emulate and just in my game when I started, like, my sophomore year in high school. So you're one of those dudes. So I just want to say thank you. And to Jay Will, most people don't know this about me, but I am a huge Duke fan. Oh, okay. And Jay Will is my favorite college basketball player, hands down. Whoa. Second is Jalen Rose. So you better step in line, Jalen Rose. He's the reason why I started shaving my head back in Jalen. So shouts out to him. But Jay, Jay, you, that, that Maryland game, dude, I'll oh. never forget where I was in Miami at the University of Miami playing football, and I remember sitting there. Ed Reed used to give me crap about being a Duke fan. Everybody used in the and everybody in the locker room would talk trash to me just because I was a Duke fan. 
Uh, Jared, we got a wrap, man. The night before the Maryland game was even more epic than the actual game. So if that tells you something. <laughs> well, Jay Will, one of the greatest college basketball the, the, the players ever time, lived. Jared, the first time I met your dad was in Soldier Field in 1998. I met him in 1998. Wow. He came inside of our locker room. And, uh, yeah, it was it, – it, for me – it goes so far back to kangaroo days, white Lamborghini running the hills. I mean, like, you know what I'm saying? It, it, it take You was probably five years old at that time, but it take me way back to the kangaroo days. So it, when meat and sweetness was like, oh, my God, this is Walter Payton. He also – I'll tell you, man. Walter Payton also, for people who grew up watching him, and I was a little kid, but – there was the forget about the talent for a second. He ran, he was my, he and Steve Young were my favorite players to watch because Walter Payton played with so much heart. It was like speaking about it was like watching Evander Holyfield fight or something like that. There was no quit when you thought it was over. He was still going. It was so exciting and inspirational to watch. Anyway, I'm sure you hear this wherever you go. Thursday is the 20th anniversary of Emmett Smith breaking your father's rushing record. Could you give us some insight into the relationship Emmett has with your family? Well, uh, you know, a lot of people, I can't believe it's 20 years. And I go back to, you know, that day when he broke the record. And you guys have to be honest with you. I was upset as a kid growing up. That's all I used to hold on to because everybody used to come up to me and say, man, your dad, he's the all-time leading rusher. And so when my dad passed in 99, it was a, it was a strange feeling for me to kind of, you know, kind of let Emmett take that record because I didn't want my dad to be number two. But I'll tell you now, uh, 41 years old and my relationship with Emmett is it's been phenomenal. When my dad was about to pass away, he had a conversation with Emmett and he told Emmett, he's like, listen, I'm OK, but I need you to do something for me. I need you to make sure that my son's all right. If he needs you, just be there for him. And let me tell you guys, I have to be honest. Uh, he's gone over and beyond. Uh, Emmett and I are, are super close. We talk at least once a month, uh, sometimes even more. And when I was looking for that father figure in my life after my dad passed, Emmett filled that void for me. While everybody else was trying to fill it, Emmett's been that guy. And so, um, you know, the crazy part was right before his son EJ was going off to school, I went to do an interview with him in Dallas and the fact is, I went up to EJ and I said the same thing to his son, saying, listen, if you if you ever need anything, I'm here for you because your dad did that for me. And so the relationship of of being there for me, uh, Emmett, is, uh, he's, he's been that guy that has uh, been one of those father figures to be able to step in when I needed him the most throughout these years. So um, we can get to some Bears football, some actual football. How? What do you think about this road win? I mean, this Patriots defense not long ago shut down the Lions offense that was riding very high at the time. And whatever you want to say about Justin Fields throughout the season so far, his teams are in position to win, right, in these games where it's like, I don't know what he's doing. He's doing something. What's your impression? Well, if you guys look at every single game except for probably that maybe that Green Bay game, the Bears have been in – every single game and it's been close for them to have a chance to win. So it speaks volumes to what Matt Eberflus and his staff are doing here in Chicago. But for Justin, I mean, it comes down to it. And key, you know, this man, anytime that you've got a, some, a dude that's athletic that can make plays. I mean, as a young quarterback, I think he, he's struggled because of the inconsistencies on the offensive line and kind of the, 
the carousel when it comes to the movement on that offensive line. So he always talks about the internal clock that he has and that it's moving really, really fast. I think it, it slows down a little bit. He's trusting a little bit more. And I think last night what we really saw was a young man that is more confident in himself, I think confident in the game plan. And you got to give credit to Luke Getze, the offensive coordinator for the Bears. They went through this 10-day period of losing to the commanders to then coming out on Monday Night Football and they talked about not only just changing, you know, looking at and evaluating themselves, but also changing things and evaluating their scheme. And what we saw last night was getting Justin and putting him in situations to be successful. And I think early, early on often, you saw them moving him outside the pocket. And for a young quarterback, that's where he feels the most comfortable is when he's outside the co- pocket moving. And even when plays are breaking down, his ability to use his feet to get himself out of trouble, to get a first down, to get extra yards, uh, it, it's impressive. And I think he's only going to get better as he gets more comfortable. And to me, what takes what that's going to take is more game reps. So people here in Chicago, I keep telling them, just relax a little bit. It's, this is, this is, this is going to take some time, especially when you look at the roster, you guys. It's just it's not a lot of stars on that roster. Could you imagine what it could be like in the future when you even look at next year with the cap space that the Bears have to be able to put some pieces around him? Then it's going to be like him being at Ohio State all over again. Jared, you've been around this program, obviously this organization, for a very, very long time. Is it headed in the right directions, the highs, the lows? They've gone to Super Bowls with Lovey Smith. They've been bad with other coaches and Mark Tressman and whatnot. And now are they finally looking like they could potentially be headed in the right direction? Yeah, I, I think key, it comes down to, to leadership. And it's Brian Poles, the new GM, and Matt Eberflus, the new head coach. I think they there's something to say about what we saw last night on that football field. Uh, they went back through – all the film and all the tape and they kind of broke it down and trying to build this thing back up. And I know they didn't do it the way that bears fans maybe and hope they would do this season. Uh, but that's what happens when you get a roster that was, you have to clean up and that's what Ryan Poles has had to do. And so, yeah, I think they're headed in the right direction, but key, I, I said this the other day here locally in on Chicago radio, I just always believe that the bears should always be good. Like yeah. we got to get back to we got to get back to being dominant. We're one the founding franchise of of this league, man. Like there's no reason why we shouldn't always be good. The Bears should be in that conversation of uh, being in the playoffs and Super Bowls. Like this can't be going from '85 to then waiting to the 2000s to get back to the Super Bowl. We should be in that conversation all the time. And and in my heart right now, I really truly believe that. Uh, the Bears have the right people in place to be able to make this happen. I have confidence in Ryan Poles and Matt Eberflus and what they've done in a short period of time here in Chicago. Thank, thanks a lot, man. We're running out of time, but I, you look like somebody, huh? and, and i got to think of who that is, and mm-hmm. I will, but thanks for joining us. Jared, are we cousins? <laughs> are we family out here? We, I feel like we're, I'm your doppelganger or something like that, man. We family, baby. Hey, everybody says it everywhere we go. We might have yeah. to start doing some 24 and me, man. I don't know. Maybe there's a reason I got a little extra pop on the basketball court, too. Now, I don't know. <laughs> well, listen, anytime, anytime you guys need me, I appreciate it. And I'm a big fan of the show, and I'm just – very, very honored to be on. And, yeah, Jay, will we got we to gotta wrap a little bit about some of this Duke basketball, man, and – 
you know, I'm a big Coach K fan as well. So uh, wow. he sent me a 40th, happy 40th uh, birthday a couple of years ago, really? a personal message. So, yeah, I got love for, for Coach K. I hit man. you, man. I might be out in Chicago next week, so I'll hit you. All right, you guys can do this. All right, okay. I appreciate it. We'll we can take like this offline. Yeah, great. All right, there he is, Jared Payton, WGN sports uh, anchor, new sports anchor, and former NFL running back, and, of course, Walter Payton's son and friend of the show. Thanks, Jared. Appreciate it. All right, Jay. Appreciate it. How much trouble are the Bucks in? And can their offense be si- fixed? From your radio to your smart speaker and phone. Now playing ESPN Radio. Or watch on ESPN2. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max. Live weekday morning starting at 6 Eastern on ESPN Radio and on ESPN2. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors. I do, you do, we all do. Big, small. And when we keep them bottled up, as I sometimes have had happen in the past, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. It's helpful for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself. It isn't just for those who have experienced major trauma. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash unsportsmanlike today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash unsportsmanlike. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day, but sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus... Their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Tom Brady should have stayed his ass at home. Just his body language and how he looked at the podium guy who looks somewhat defeated. We just have not played well. It doesn't matter if you don't execute your job well, then it doesn't matter who's on the other side. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max on ESPN Radio. The ESPN app and ESPN U. Click more on the lower right-hand corner. Scroll down to live radio on the app. You can find us right there. We're presented by Progressive Insurance. You know, I realize I keep throwing out the Dr. Pepper call-in line, but I'm not giving you a topic. People calling in, but it's here and there. Figure out a topic for people to... Respond to. What's wrong with you? Who Keith? looked Stop. worse, Brady or Aaron Rodgers, <laughs> over the weekend? Eight 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 say ESPN seven two nine three seven seven six. Why are you eating your paper, Key? What did he's I not. miss? He's, he's blotting. He's no, blotting. Blotting. I had to. Blotting. I, you know, uh-huh. I don't want all the. I don't need crusty lips and people talking about on social media talking mm. about I need a Carmex deal. I don't need that in my life. <laughs> <laughs> I got to keep them nice and nice and soft. Yeah. And so yeah. I was messing with Jay. I see Jay messing with me. So I had to. You know, 
And then go like this, Max. You got a blot on the yeah, piece of paper. Yeah, you I get it. Now. I got it. Yeah, now. I just saw it know, out of the corner of my eye. Key's got paper in his eye. What's you know, going on? I'm conceited, Max. So yes. mm-hmm. you keep uh, I, you use chapstick, Max. You I do in the winter. I'm going to start yeah. next couple yeah, weeks. I'll start be breaking extra dry when you well, except you I have a scar on my lip. You wait until the winter? Why do you? Yeah. You don't do it during the summer? Why? No, I don't need it during the summer. Man, I need it whenever no. my lips feel dry. Exactly. <laughs> but but my lips don't feel dry until it starts getting cold. Then they start. Then I got to put it on. Oh, so your lips never feel dry even though you, you know, in the world, you, you <laughs> Not know, really. you got to drink some I, I water. Just, if, they, you... if they felt dry or they started to chap, I would tell you. They don't no, but until I mean, it gets cold. Based on some of the, you know, the, the fun and the, you got to, you know, the, stay hydrated the, here oh, and there. You well, know? you got to stay hydrated. That the, is true. Okay. I stay hydrated. Hydrated. Do you <laughs> wait to put lotion on in the winter? Too? No, lotion like year round. Lotion, all, lotion yeah. year round. But I need it, man. My skin gets itchy. Nah, no, for whatever you, you, reason. You do realize you get ashy too, Max. I mean, right now I look like death warmed over. If someone you, told if someone someone told you I was the undead no. right now, you'd be like, no, Yeah, no, he's the color. You, look at you, the you, look you, at my color you've on been a lot, well, I've seen you a lot worse. Yeah. You were like Casper. You were like Casper. I get like sallow green. I know. I know. I got a tanning salon or something. I'm going to go on the weekend somewhere to get some sun this this year. And we can always do some shows from Florida. That's a. You know what? Let's take the show on the road to Florida. Why come to New York? Let's go to Florida. Let's go to Uh, West Palm. Let's do it. But but the problem with Max is he has other shows that he has to take. I'll do it from there. Florida. For Florida is the same time zone, Key. I'm good. Well, that's true. That's yeah, true. Well, that's works. Cool. I mean, and by the way, we have got we have reporters in Florida. We, got, we, we have Jeff Darlington in Florida. We got Mike Tannenbaum in Florida. That whole ESPN well, studio. We I should probably, do some winter I, shows from Florida. Yeah, I probably couldn't go down to Miami though. You know, they looking for me in Miami. West Palm. <laughs> West Palm. <laughs> Miami different. Dolphin. Fa- yeah, Miami Dolphin different. fans are looking for me. Yeah. We go they to the hate, Gulf side. They you know? hate yeah. me, Jay. Yeah. Well, cause it's it's just Tua, but it's all right. They can't stand me in Miami. No. On you, top of that, I used to crack their hair when I played against them. You right. know, so they hate me for that, too. Mm. Do you know who they ought to love in Florida? Tom stop, Brady, because he the brought piss. him a Super Bowl. Why, why do you do the golf? Oh, darn it. During the latest episode of Let's Go, with an exclamation point. Let's go. Let's go. With Tom Brady, Larry Fitzgerald, and Jim Gray, Tom Brady discussed the Bucks' efforts to turn things around in Tampa, and this is what he had to say. It's not about one play here, one play there. It's all the plays that all add up to a final outcome. And that outcome is we're going to have to change it from the player's standpoint because we're on the field that can do something about it. And if we want to do something about it, we've got to do more. And we've got to commit to one another more. We've got to play harder. We've got to play faster. We've got to play stronger, more determined, better execution, all the things. And then you hope that once you find your rhythm, that that can continue to carry you. So there are a lot of competitors that we have. And I know that we have a strong belief that we're going to find a way and we're going to keep fighting as hard as we can. And there's no quit in our group. And there will never be a, a quit as long as I'm a part of any team. I know that for sure. He, Absolutely. He's going to turn it around? He's going to turn I it think, around. Well, the division is bad. They don't have a choice but to turn it around. They're still in it at three and four. They're still leading the division. Can you believe that? Yeah, it's crazy. Right, They're in the playoffs right now, the way they've looked. But Brady, I'm going to say it, for the first time, like I thought, oh, he's starting to age in the Patriots because he didn't have receivers, right? Then he gets to Tampa, oh, he's good. He looks old and creaky to me. He does. Now I'm not. I, I agree. He will turn it around. I think they'll make the playoffs. I think they might win a playoff game. Maybe go on a run. But right now, I looked at him like, boy, that does not look right. Can an argument be made for the Giants being the second best team in the NFC? That's coming up. Keyshawn J. Will and Max. Listen to Keyshawn J. Will and Max live everywhere you are. Download the ESPN app. Tap the More tab on the bottom right. Scroll down and tap Live Radio. 
ESPN Radio, everywhere you are. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.